You're listening to The Michael Papinchak Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Mm-mm. Jason, we are getting closer and closer to show number 50. What's this one? 48, 47. 47. Well, it's a month away. You know what? I guess you're right. It does seem close. Yeah, but it's But not. also far. Yeah. It, <laughs> listen. I got something special planned for 50. Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah. I'm going to bring in some artillery. Oh, we it, it needs to be a blowout show. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, this is 47. This will be this is 47. Okay. It really needs to be like like I want people here. Yeah. I'm a little mad it's still not mad. I'm just a little disappointed it's still just me and you. It's but, hard logistically to get everybody on the same page. For, it is. One hour of the day. So I think as most of my listeners know, at least my friends, that I now work, I am employed by Lexus of North Hills, and in this situation right now, I'm the boss, but during the rest of the week, Jason is my boss. (laughs) (laughs) Well. It's a little strange, but... It is what it is, and we're just going to see how it goes. Okay, I so, mean, we're all equals yeah, in theory. In theory. Yeah. However. <laughs> at, at the end of the day. I'm going to have you detail my car tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much has gone on. So much has happened since the last show. Yeah. So it seems like a long time ago. The last show, yeah, show forty six seems like we 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 did it a while yeah. ago. I feel like the Penguins won the cup when we did the last show. Yes, but <laughs> and it's been like three weeks. Yeah, over three weeks. But we've done shows since. We have, yeah. Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah. So this week has been the, one of the most interesting weeks of my life. I have been thrown into a world that I really know nothing about, and it's been exciting. Don't tell too many people that. I've been scared. I've laughed, I've cried. Yeah. It it really has been a very interesting experience to say the very least. You're going to have fun. That's all that matters. Yeah. And this is one of the reasons not only because I I, I love the people at Lexus of North Hills. I have known you guys now for a long time. Yeah. And I, you know, I would go up there and just hang out for a little bit. You know, I tried not to go when it was too busy, but I've become friends with Stephanie Cam. Brian, mm-hmm. you know, and it just, I've met now Josh and all these other people. You've been and to Alex's house. I've been to Alex's house, who is uh, my boss. Jason's boss, so my, also my boss. And I thought, you know what, this seems like a really awesome place to work. And I moved back to Pittsburgh and it just kind of worked out. There's a position opening up. Someone is, is uh, tr- has been transferred. And so I'm, you know. Because I was worried that I, I wasn't going to have, like, like, a desk. Yeah, you, you kind of don't yet. But yeah. at the same time, it's going to work out. The transition will be mm-hmm. smooth. Yeah. But anyway, and so... We all like smooth transitions. Smooth transitions are the way to go. Yes. So, Monday morning. See, what was interesting about this was most people start at the dealership. Okay? Yeah. yeah. I did not. My first day on the job was in the South Hills in a little yeah, bu- a, little, a little building. Yeah. Very interesting little building and I started with uh Mark Cohen who oh. is just twisted. <laughs> He's twisted. I think after the show we can go to we should go to BK for, for some sliders. He's messed up. I just don't know what that means. Listen. 
<laughs> he's got some issues. <laughs> so he says things to he, me like I can't even repeat. <laughs> he emails me things on at work. At like work via work emails. Oh no! That I have to like immediately delete. Like <laughs> I don't even sometimes open them. <laughs> so Mark Cohen, they're terrifying. Actually, used to have Jason's job. Yeah. Then J- I told him his time was nearing an end. Yes, it 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 was time to move on. Yeah. And Mark became, I I, I don't even know what his official title is, but he he deals with training and educating yeah, he, the staff. At Rourke Motor yeah. Company. He trains group. and does like motivational things and yes. team building things for the group. Yeah. He's and the group kind of guru. Yes. For training. So one of the owners will say, can you put something together to teach better time management? Yes. And he will say, I will put something together and I'll have a three-step course on it for all the sales directors. Yes. Or something like that. Yeah. That, that is an example of what he does. I mean, he, he was telling me that there was going to be, or actually me, he was telling the, the, the class of course. that he was going to be giving a talk, a discussion on that book, The Seven Habits of Successful People. Yeah. Yeah. So he reads it. I feel like he's been reading that book for 12 years. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I think it's one of those that you kind of go, go back to. Yeah, often yeah. to try to yeah. get bookmark it and get get those habits down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's into that. The Tony Robbins kind of thing. He's he goes, I've been to thousands of seminars and yeah. you know, and he gets things from here and there and all I'm interested in is can you sell me a car? Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day. <laughs> but I but I have to tell you, I now know why both he, the way he talked to us and then the vice president of operations when he came in and talked to us they they used very specific language and they talked a lot about pushing through and getting through and not giving up and staying motivated and this and then because at the end of the day it's a sales job it's mm-hmm. it's a commission-based job now yes. it's it, a different kind of commission it's not a percentage i'm um, commission but yeah. it's still if you don't sell cars you're not going to make a lot of money and i right. i realized exactly why they do that yeah because it's just like anything else. Yeah, because you know, if the Post Gazette doesn't sell a lot of newspapers, it, exactly, a lot of people lose their job. Exactly. But my first two days, actually, not really day one, but day two and three, which were Tuesday and Wednesday, I was terrified. <laughs> I was absolutely one hundred percent thinking, "What the fuck did I get myself into? There's no way I can <laughs> do this job. I have made a huge mistake. This is way over my head." I know nothing about cars. I, I, I've, I've, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I, 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 this is me right now. I'm stuttering. I, I was literally like sitting with Cam. You were at a loss. Watching these module videos about F Sport and Fuji and, and you know, and, and Takumi or whatever the heck they are, and <laughs> stitching and origami cats and and 38 days, 67 processes to make the wooden steering wheels and all the yeah. wood in the car. I'm thinking, oh my god. However, 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 however. I'm bringing all this up because today I went to the bank. So now that I've moved, I've I went over to the PNC bank here across the street across here? the street okay. to deposit a actually to just cash a check and to tell them I'm going to be banking here now and you know just so they know me and I know them. Sure, sure. And she asked me, "Well, where do you work?" 
because you know we were talking because she goes oh you're not in our in our system as someone who banks at that location and sure. i said oh i just moved here i got a new job etc cetera, etc cetera. and she goes oh where do you work i said lexus of north hills and she goes oh, we have this thing where if you work for lexus you get better interest rates on your savings accounts you don't have to keep like so now i have what's called a performance account okay okay and instead of having to keep like fifteen hundred dollars of direct deposit or or whatever it's only a thousand and then i get a higher interest rate on my savings account and then they said there's also this new credit card that we just rolled out where you get points on gas and groceries and all that stuff yeah 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 so that was last week and because i was working and stuff i I couldn't go in so today is my first day off during the week so i went there today and i sat with one of the one of the bankers to put the lexus tag on my accounts so now they're all switched over, okay. and I have a sheet for you if you want to switch to PNC. I've been thinking about to, it. But what you need to do is just see if the perks are worth you switching, and then to apply for the, the credit card. Now, I'm bringing this up because me and this banker were talking, and I literally spent a half hour going through everything I learned in the past three days. And by the time... But it all came out. By the time this was over, she was sold on buying a Lexus. Yeah. At Lexus of North Hills. Right. Because of uh, the Rourke Advantage and the Lexus Plus, mostly because of the Lexus Plus way that we sell sell cars. And I left there thinking, I can, I can do this. Now, I still don't know much about the vehicles themselves. Right. But that'll come in time. Not worry about that. I still don't know what a powertrain is, but that'll come in time. <laughs> I know that I know that we give a warranty. I know that's part of the, the work advantage, but as far as what that actually means, I have no idea. But um, I felt just this level of like I did learn something because I thought to myself, I think it was it was Tuesday night. Yeah, I thought I don't know what's going on like you were giving me all this mark was giving me all this and then you know the vp was giving me all and you know and then kevin was there and then alex he didn't rule it's just all this stuff and i thought i don't remember any of it but i was just talking to this lady at the bank and i think i sold her a alexis without even being in the dealership right that that's a good sign yeah so i think it's all coming to um together speaking of alex i think tomorrow friday when it comes out, I'm going to buy a Lexus. You've wasted no time taking advantage of your employee uh, discount. Well, here, 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 here's a couple things. Here's a couple things. I'm buying a car before I, I've even received my, my first paycheck. That's very interesting. But here's the that deal. Might, that might present some resentment. Yeah, but here's something. Here's, here's the deal. Number one, I don't currently have a car. Yeah. So it's not like... You're in need. Yeah, it's not like I'm driving some junker I've had for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just don't have anything. I don't have anything. I'm I'm driving one of my mom's cars, Mm -hmm. and even she was like, "You need your own vehicle. Like, please get your own car." And then you know, it's the end of the month, and they're like, "We need to meet this and do that." And and our GM Alex was like, "Here, he threw me his key and said, take the the his RX out, which is a demo, which is for sale." Drove it around for a night, and it's fully loaded. I love it. It's a cool car, and I think I'm just going to pull the uh, trigger on it tomorrow during work, which Wrap is going to be up. very busy, I'm assuming. If it fits, it ships. So what what is the last day of the month like? It depends. Like a lot of deliveries. 
Really? Yeah. So you'll see a lot of people in and out taking delivery of their car, signing out in the box. Yeah. It'll be quite a day. And then we'll try to fill in some new sales in between, but mm-hmm. it's mostly getting the people who have been in the process finalized. Yes. That is the most important thing. Booked. Okay. We have to book them out and we have to have them burn some gas. Pack them and the ship them. them. That's it. That's incredible, man. Yeah. So we'll see where we are when I roll in there tomorrow morning, where we stand. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll I think, see, see I the think, wizard in action. I think you can pretty much count me as, you know, count uh, a new car being sold from me. Yeah. You know, no, that's to good. me. That's good. And I think I want it delivered tomorrow. So I think it's going to be the whole the whole deal. Yeah. Employees. Yeah. I mean, you're just going to take it home. Basically. So this is what I'm thinking. We'll have Cam do a personal delivery and then we'll, we'll, we'll pair your garage over here. Yeah. Cam will just come over and do it here. What, what I'm thinking is that we will drive together tomorrow. And you'll just bring that home. And yeah, I'll just bring it home. That's fine. Yeah. I, I think that's the way. It is do nice. It. I could just text you and say, are you ready to go to work? Yeah. And you're like, yes. Yeah. And I just come out of my driveway and you're like there. And I'm right there. This is really kind of crazy. It's really convenient. It is super convenient. Yeah. This whole situation, me moving back, working for Lexus, working Uh, for you. How weird was it that this place was renovated? Yeah. And across the street from me, within budget. Yeah. And it just worked out. You were like, that's going to work out. Yeah. And then you just got it. And the guy who remodeled this place, his son works at Lexus of North Hills. It's very weird. I'm telling you, things happen for a reason. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a plan, a cosmic plan. Yeah, okay. Okay, it's like Owen Wilson, you know. It's like a cause. Yeah, wow, you know. What is with that? I don't guy? know. What a weirdo. <laughs> His movies are funny though. Yo, like uh, Zoolander, and I mean, yeah, some funny stuff. Yeah, he's pretty good. You know, he's funny in those Meet the parents movies <laughs> yeah, he's because like, he's the uh the stuck up one the stuck well, up guy with the woodwork and all that yeah he he's the guy that is the perfect guy yeah he's the bougie guy yeah he's the guy that that uh de niro wants his daughter to marry he's wealthy yeah he has all this stuff yeah, he has, like, weird skills yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's really yeah. strange yeah. and then of course you know ben stiller's like sets a, his thing on fire <laughs> yeah he's like, like a, the best yeah, and ben stiller's like this kind of loser male nurse his name's gaylord it's just a whole yeah it's a whole thing yeah the first one was really good the and first then, one's like a classic yeah and then the next two were that well great. do you know what i you know what i found out that ben stiller's role was supposed to be played by jim carrey really and jim carrey was attached to it for a long time and actually wrote some of it, you know, because he gets involved in a movie. He wants part of it. It but be, because his comedy is his comedy. You can't really write Jim Carrey for Jim Carrey. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You write something because he's a real physical actor, and then he makes it yeah. his own. And apparently, Ben Stiller used a lot of what he had. The Ben Stiller given. did a good job because he's kind of meek. Yes. He plays like a more meek yes. guy. Yeah. N- that's what that role needed. Like, I, I can't imagine Jim Carrey doing that. No, I can't imagine either. No, he was good for that. Yeah. No, Ben Stiller was perfect for that role because I don't know how De Niro and Carrey would have interacted. Yeah. I don't know if De Niro would. De Niro might laugh at him. That or I don't know if he would like to work with someone so unhinged. Yeah, because that guy's out there. I mean, because Jim Carrey, I'm sure that there are moments where they just let the camera go. Like they don't. They, yeah. they just they throw the script away Wing it. and they say, all right, 
Uh, yeah, just go. You know, Ace Ventura. Yeah. Listen, action. And funny, he talks with his ass. I think I'm, the funniest scene to me in Ace Ventura. <laughs> and there's a lot. Of, that's a really good movie. Yeah. The best one is where he's trying to figure out the, the murder from the balcony. Yeah. And he's the sliding door. <laughs> yeah. And he's screaming. <laughs> and they're looking around. <laughs> and he, they can't hear him. That is like the funniest thing to me. Like I see that and I like lose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that is, but yeah. that, that that scene is Le- just when hilarious. I was a kid. Ace, I mean Jim Carrey. Yeah, Ace Ventura specifically. That was my jam. Like yeah. when I was a kid, I wanted to be Jim Carrey. I thought um, Ace Ventura for like comedy. Yeah, and Happy Gilmore. Yes. Were the two funniest things I've ever seen. Happy. And Dumb and Dumber. Yes. And Dumb and Dumber. But, Dumb and Dumber know, is like the best comedy ever. Like I watched yeah. it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's the funniest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It's funnier every time you see it. Yeah. And I. <laughs> and I like, they're like, you got to be careful. These, this, these guys are professionals. <laughs> so. It's so funny. What's the chance that we could be together? Yeah. There's a one in a million chance. Yeah. So you're saying there's, there's a, a chance. chance. <laughs> He's like. He's like really cold around like the moped. Yeah. He's like, my hands are, I can't feel my hands. Yeah. He's like, try one of my gloves. I've, I've, you've been, you had two the whole time. <laughs> you know, um, riding around in a Lamborghini. I think as a kid, the end of Ace Ventura, when it turns out that woman is a man. Yeah, that's a little freaky. You know, as a kid, you, you, don't, you don't get it. You don't quite get it. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you watch it as an adult and go, "God, that's fucked up." Yeah, like yeah. my parents let me watch that, but they probably knew I really didn't care. I, no. It just it was over my head because yeah. all I was doing was going, "All righty then." Like I was yeah. walking around all the time going, "All righty then." <laughs> and like Tim Marino was kidnapped, yeah, wearing like some cheesy vest. Yeah, you remember he, that shit? He was in that movie. Yeah. And then he it's was in, he was in the uh, Hootie and the Blowfish video. Oh my! God. There was a time when Dan Marino was like. I don't okay, this is stupid because he's like one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I know he was super famous during his career, but I feel like there was also a time in the nineties where he was just famous. Yeah, he was like a he was just like a famous person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, instead of an athlete. Like let me let me put it this way. Today, I don't think you'd see Dan Marino in a commercial. No, but Peyton or, Manning's kind of like that now. Yes. Peyton Manning's yes. just famous and he's really funny. Yes. Peyton Manning has a good timing. Yeah. Um, and, and he's just uh, good. Chicken parm, you taste so good. <laughs> yeah. Those are funny. Man. He's really good. He's yeah. so good in commercials. Remember, he was like, cut that cheese. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> but the best, though, is Shaq. Oh, Shaq's the, hilarious. The best is Shaq. Shaq's hilarious. He is literally one of the he funniest people. He does the people. general commercials now. Yeah. He, That's And terrible. like Icy Hot. Icy Hot. And where then, he's like dancing around. And that lube, that moisturizer. Yeah. Um, it's just the funniest. And he's like, girls like it when you're smooth. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Dude, like Shaq? He's out there. He's he's seven foot like two. two seven two. Three hundred and like forty pounds. He's ginormous. Like he's an enormous. And, and his wife person. is like normal sized. Like even no miniature. She's like a miniature pony. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of movies. Yeah. I was watching on YouTube today. A couple of clips from Elvis and Nixon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, okay, we've been talking about Elvis, El, the Elvis channels on 19 on Sirius XM. Yes. So I listened to it like quite a bit. Yeah. 
the other day there was like a storytelling about Elvis. So like these people would call him that like knew him. Yeah. And it's like fascinating. Oh yeah. Like Elvis. Here's my theory about Elvis. Elvis is the most famous person that's ever walked the earth. M- yes. Most that's, likely. That's yes. how I feel. Yeah. Like ever. Yeah. Okay. He's so famous. Yeah. That the second most famous person that's ever walked the earth, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Wanted to just marry his daughter. Yep. Uh huh. As mm-hmm. like a collector, collector's item. Yeah, it's like he, he was like, it's on my bucket list to be yeah. part of the Presley family. It's like Michael Jackson had like one of his famous jumpsuits. Yeah, you know, like like an Elvis scarf. You know, like uh, a pair of Elvis sunglasses. And then like Lisa Marie. And then Lisa Marie, like, like in a tube, <laughs> like in a clear tube. He like was preserving Lisa Marie Presley. And Nicolas Cage did the same thing. Yes, you realize that. What is her deal? Okay, first of all, <laughs> let's go back to the conversation last week. Yeah. We were in my house talking about Elvis. A yes. Bit. What's up with Priscilla? Priscilla yeah. got some he, magic vagina. We were talking about okay. this. Okay. He could have any the woman in any the world. Any woman in the world. And Priscilla, I was I saw some um videos of her when she was like he married her when she was like 12 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, was. yeah, I was very young. She's beautiful. Gorgeous. We're not we're not denying her beauty. Priscilla is un, an unbelievable looking woman. Yeah, but there are I don't lots, know Priscilla though. There's a lot of there's a lot of good looking women in the world. So what was it? What was it about Priscilla? Priscilla, like what what did she do? <laughs> women were literally throwing themselves, passing out. Yeah, trying to get to Elvis. Yes, literally. Like they were risking their lives. Yeah, to try to get in, to touch him. Yeah, throwing panties. And Elvis was like. I'm I'm good here with Priscilla. Yeah. <laughs> now tell me, I want to know. Yeah. What, what was so magical? Yeah. About Priscilla Presley. Like, why was she the queen of rock and roll? Yeah, I want to know. How did she get a hold of the king? Priscilla looks younger than Lisa Marino. Yeah, she's you, had so much surgery. You know what? I'm gonna look it up here. It's unbelievable. You know, Elvis died when he was like 47 or something. Very young. Very young. Very young. God, that's what she looks like? Yeah. But it's unbelievable how famous you have to be for the next most famous person to be like, I really need to be part of that person's life. Wow. You know what I'm saying? God, she is beautiful. Look her up when they got married. Look at her wedding photo. It's unbelievable. Do you see the wedding photo? Yeah. She's gorgeous. It's, I mean. And I get it. I get it. But listen, he could have had anybody. Anyone. Where's she from? Where is Priscilla Presley from? I'm going to look it up. Look her up. She's probably from she, a trailer park in Alabama. She was born in Brooklyn, New York. Okay, she's from Brooklyn. So she's 72. Yeah. Oh, her grandparents were born in Norway. Okay, so she has some Nordic blood. Mm-hmm. Those women are all beautiful. Yes. We should go to um, Sweden. When I, I've been there. It's amazing. The women just walk around. They all look like uh, Tiger's ex-wife. Yep. Like, she's like a five. Like, Tiger's ex-wife in, in America is a ten. Yeah, but over there, over there, she's like a five. She's like she's average, <laughs> dude. Tiger, Tiger's poor a, Tiger. Tiger's a chili's banging the the bartender. <laughs> Listen, Listen, his headshot. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> my favorite though is when during the Stanley Cup, <laughs> it said the Predators' new goalie, and they put his mugshot on top of it. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I still can't believe that. That Stanley Cup. I know we've I know we've talked the shit out of it. I mean, we've we've really it's beat the it. greatest. We've really beat the shit out of it. You but know, I saw a report today. No more Daly, no more Kunitz, no more Benino, and no more Benin Colin. They're all leaving. 
They're all leaving. Wow. Kunitz. Kunitz. Why? I guess Minnesota really wants them. Yeah, but why not try to... You know what? For me, it's like, why not try it to... It has to make sense in yeah. your spot. Yeah. You can't pay a third liner like $4 million. You're, that's not a winning recipe. Is that what it is? That's what it is. Yeah. See, I was... Because I was listening to Madden today. Really? And... <coughs> what did he say? Because I was like driving around. And, you yeah. know, I kind of caught it like mid whatever. And he was having callers. Yeah, sure. And they were like, you know, well, you know, it's like, you know, Jim and Carnegie. He's like, well, what do you think about so-and-so for third line? You're an idiot. Yeah. He would never make a good third liner, you know, right. or something like that. Or yeah. they mentioned this one guy. I swear I was, I was going to remember his name. I can't remember his name, but like. He plays for another team. Yeah. And they thought, thought about like bringing him in. Joe Thornton. Yes. Is he like 37 or 30? Like Listen, he's, he's like old. Yes, but. He doesn't produce Madden said. Not last year. Yeah. But he was injured. He Madden was like, like, he's a good passer. And like, that's about it. He only scored like six goals or something. Yeah, he's a phenomenal passer, but he's a first. he's been a first line center. You can't just say, okay, now we're going to put him on third line and he's going to produce the same. Yeah. When you play on the third line, you're playing with players of lesser talent. Yeah. If Sidney Crosby was passing to you and I, he'd make us look a lot better than we really are. That's true. That's what Joe Thornton has done. I see. He's a really good player. Yeah. He just hasn't won a cup. So people are like, oh, he can come on the Penguins and we'll get him a Stanley Cup. Where, where does like, he, it's like easy. Where does he play now? San Jose. Okay, so he see, he I don't was drafted know. by Boston in 97. Okay. Okay. So he's and then, he's been around. And yeah. And he's been in San Jose since like 02 or something. Yeah. Okay, you know, he, he was traded out there because Boston, they, they don't have any patience with their players. So yeah. they traded him. He's a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. He's a phenomenal player. I think he's the, man, other than Yager, current players, I think he's the second or third on the list for points. Okay. Behind Yager and maybe a Ginla. Oh, okay. Um, you could look that up. That I'm not 100% on. I could be really wrong there. Wait, so say Joe? Joe Thornton. Thornton. Yeah, okay. Oh, he he has the big beard. Yeah. We played him last year in the finals, remember? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, trying to uh, see if Put, it... Say something like um, active point producers NHL. Let me just see here. This is interesting. He has the highest total recorded... I'm sorry, highest point total recorded by a player while playing with two different teams in one season. Really? Yeah. Joe Thornton, number two. That's that. I was right. See, all-time leader in assists. Oh well, that's that's for the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. Hey, he's the third player behind Gretzky and Lemieux to record back-to-back ninety assist seasons. Listen. So he's not a bad guy, or or a bad a bad player, but he's thirty-seven. And he, you're going to put him on the third line? He had t- uh, two torn knee ligaments at the end of the year. Okay. It doesn't make sense. Not for us. So so here's the deal. He has 1,391 points. He's Yager has 1,914. Okay. So he he's, you know. Yeah. He's 500 and some points, you know, 525 points behind Yager. Still. But he's 37. He's 37. He's almost done. Yeah, he's not going to play. He doesn't have the... 
Yager's like some kind of like he has some kind of dragon blood or something. He's he's a freak. Yeah, yeah. Yager's yeah. some kind of like. Yeah, he lives in a different kind of like sphere. Yeah, it, it he a universe. He's not. Yeah, it's a whole. No, real. I'm like I'm not kidding. Like, yeah, he, he has some kind of like there's some <laughs> weird like ox blood or something. There's some, <laughs> there's something going on with yeah. him. Sydney's already number seven active players. Really, ten twenty seven. Okay, it's, that's incredible. Yeah, and I, he's not even thirty. Yeah, he's he's twenty nine. He's like, hey, listen. Yeah. Yeah, that's inc- that's incredible. Malkin's fourteen at eight thirty two. So Benino's g- gonna go because they're not gonna pay him four million dollars over the next four years. I no, mean, they, I'm sorry, sixteen million over the next four, four per, years, four yeah, per year. They better not. No, it doesn't they, make sense. Sometimes you have to say business is business. Yeah, and walk away. It depends on how badly they want to win. Yeah, but you might only get one big payday in your career. Sometimes you got to take it. They've won two cups. The, hey, that's more than a lot of people win it, the, at some point. I'm all for, and I, I this sounds weird coming from the ultimate Penguin fan. It, it might be a good time for the Penguins to retool. Yeah. Grow together for one year and maybe not win. Yeah. I mean, they're going to go as far as they can go. I sure. want them to win, obviously. Of course. Um, Chances of three-peating are very, very slim. I mean, chances of back-to-back was very, very slim. Yes. So I won't put it past them. Yeah. But it might be good for retool for a year, then come back the next year and then just just go blow it out, it. blow it out for it. Yeah. No. So maybe just fill some spots with some younger players. Yeah. Let them grow. Well, I mean, who's going to be on the third line? Like you, you, there's you no. A, you need a centerman. Yeah. And if Cullen leaves, you're going to need another centerman. Um. So that's an issue. We need some centermen and we need a backup goalie. Yeah. Madden was saying that you know we have a surplus of wingers. That they might trade for new centermen for the third and fourth line. Yeah, the problem with that theory is, which isn't bad. You could do that, but for the longest time we were really thin at wing. Okay, so we they were, were really they were, heavy at center. They were like building. So now it's a little flipped. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I wouldn't put a, a third line center in there unless third line center is sort of where I, it's hard to explain. Yeah. A third liner, third lines on good teams kind of make or break you sure they're they're well we had the hbk line in 16 we had the hbk line. yeah it literally i it, it you could literally say that got us that stanley cup almost it was such a big powerful in, thing in 09 you had stall cook and kennedy yes really good line yeah that line was phenomenal whatever happened to them what do you well, mean stalls playing for stalls picking his nose down at carolina okay and um, Kennedy's out of the league. Yeah. He does charity events all over the city. And um, Cook's out of the league. Yeah. They're done. You know, they're... They, they have, have their shorter, time. Shorter lifespan. Yeah. yeah. In the league. But um, they, they were in a perfect spot at a perfect time. And, you know, like, good for them. You know, yeah. Max Talbot is playing in Russia or something. You know what I mean? Really? Like, yeah. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. Max Talbot. Yeah. What a guy. Legend. Yeah, in this in this city, so was Benino. Yeah. He'll live forever. Nick Benino skated the Stanley Cup around on a broken leg. That's unbelievable. In full equipment. That's he unbelievable. Like, Let me put my equipment on and I'm going to hobble around with the Stanley Cup. That's ridiculous. That's the move. Hockey is is the ultimate. Right. It's it's the ultimate sport. And this year we had, you know, Benino and whoever was out there, like Wilson was out there a little yeah. bit. Um you know, Kessel sometimes plays. I mean, he played with Malkin most of the time. Yeah. 
We hey, had a weird, weird lines. Kessel has an Iron Man streak going. Yes, he does. He hasn't missed a game in like yeah. six hundred and some odd games. And people say he's like a bum, like he's out of shape. No, it's it, it's how he looks. Yeah, it, it's his. He like, looks he, like a bum. He looks disinterested. Yeah, he just looks like he's like I'm just really good. Just don't bother me. No interviews. No interviews. Let me just win some cups quick. Yeah, and score some goals. And then I'll do this. Yeah, and then you I'm know, gonna. He was pissed because they didn't choose him for the World Cup. Yeah. Last summer. Yeah. And then he, you, you know his tweet, right? No. Oh, this is the best. Okay. <laughs> so you know there was a World Cup last summer. Okay. And they were choosing the teams. Sure. And he's American. Okay. Okay. So he plays. Now was this played? Be- he is the best American winner. Sure. I was would say. was this played between the two cups? The 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 two cup wins. Yeah, in the summertime. So he had just won a Stanley Cup. Correct. And they were selecting for the World Cup teams for ho- for hockey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm trying to pull up. <laughs> Here it is. So uh, his Twitter is um, pkessel81, and he 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 rarely tweets. Well, he's a man of few words. Yeah, it's it's just phenomenal. He's a man of action. Yeah, it, it's just really funny. So he just says like some some wild shit, right? I'm trying to find this. <laughs> I see a Stanley Cup ring wild so he put okay so september 20th 2016 okay, here okay. It is. um the american team got like blown out okay you know they they, they just couldn't like they did they looked like the mighty ducks <laughs> okay basically sure and then you have like canada rolling in looking like oh they're they're, they're like, like a well-oiled machine you yeah know, like canada they just like turn out great players right exactly yeah like they could have two teams, like an A team and a B team. Sure. The B team would still, they'd win silver. Yes, yes. Like, that's how good Canada is. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, yeah. That, that gives you some idea of, like, the depth yeah. of Canadian talent. Sure. So, they didn't pick him because John Tortorella was the coach. And he's a real fucking Yeah, and, and he loser. wins and he wins coach of, coach of, of the, the year. year. Coach of the year. Yeah, forget that, it. That tells you all you need to know about the NHL. Exactly. So, they lose. They get knocked out of the tournament. Yeah. Okay. He tweets right after the game's over. Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel. Right up. And, you know, he he's not a chirper, really. No. Yeah. He just, yeah. Just sitting around the house tonight with my dog. Felt like I should be doing something important, but couldn't put my finger on it. <laughs> P. Kessel 81, everybody. <laughs> I mean, legend. That's just a legendary moment. Yes. He yeah. was just like, fuck all of you. Yeah. I'm just going to show on one Stanley Cops. Yeah. While you don't choose me for your team, and I'm, I, you guys couldn't score goals. Yeah. Guess what I'm good at? Scoring goals. I, I'm good at scoring goals. And winning Stanley Cups. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm just really good. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And that's then Crosby was like, um, I'm going to go win this World Cup real quick. And then. Yeah. And then it's I'm back good. to winning a Stanley Cup. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this between winning Stanley Cups. Yeah. I'm going to win a World Cup between winning Stanley Cups. This is what he did. He goes, I'm going to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And get the Conn Smythe. Yes. Then I'm going to win the World Cup uh-huh. and get the MVP for that tournament. Oh, of course. Yeah. Then I'm going to lead the league in goals. Uh-huh. Okay. Then I'm going to win another Stanley Cup uh-huh. and, and win another Conn Smythe. <laughs> is that cool with everybody? I think this is... That's the, what he did. This is the greatest, probably the best two years of his life. No, one year. It is? Oh, because it is one, one year. year. Well, one... That, one... I guess yes. From the beginning of the last season to the end of it, it's two years. Yeah, it's two years. But, but the awards the, came within one year. 
That is un. In one year, yeah. he won two Stanley Cups, two Conn Smythes, World a, Cup, a World Cup, and the MVP, and the MVP. Yeah, and led the league in goals. Yeah. And people are and people on the radio are like, "Oh, I don't think the Penguins were the best team." Who said that? It was on the NHL listen, channel on listen. Sirius. Who who was better? This is what I'm, what I'm talking about. They were Who's like, they were like, well, you know, Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, they were like, well, they definitely weren't the best team in the league, <laughs> right. but but they ended up winning the Stanley Cup. Who was better? And, and, and then you were like, who the '92 Pens? Yeah, were, they were the '92 Penguins better? I would say yes. <laughs> Maybe the sixteen penguins were better. Maybe I actually, if you, if I think the sixteen pe- penguins were better than the seventeen, it's hard to say because of Latang. Yeah, it's hard that, to say. That's true. Okay. Yeah, maybe the ninety one pens, maybe the 09 pens. Yeah, maybe the oh eight Red Wings. I yeah. don't. But no team this year was better than the seventeen pens. No, because if they were, they would have won the cup. They would have won the Stanley Cup. Right. Yeah. The, the Washington Capitals weren't. No, apparently not. They no. don't know how to come out of the second round. No. They get real confused. They lose their way. They think that's the Stanley Cup. They think, yeah, they they think winning the President's Trophy is it, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, and they raise banners as if they've accomplished yeah, something. Yeah, they're like, we're going to raise another banner. Yeah. And then the Penguins last year, the, this was the best. This year, the, for opening night, Yeah, we played the Capitals. Yeah. And we raised the banner like, in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> And then we beat them in a shootout, uh, yeah. first game of the year. That's unbelievable. That was a great moment. Yeah. Like, listen. I love just shitting all over them because they're so arrogant. They're so arrogant. And the Flyers are, too. Yeah. the fl- I, They think they're so great. They're the worst. Yeah. Like, first of all, they're, they're, their colors are orange and black. Yeah. It's it wasn't hideous. Halloween. It's, it's hideous. Yeah. <laughs> it's hideous. Their city smells like a dump. Yeah, it's Philly's rough. It's it's a dump. Philly is rough. Philly is rough. It is. It's a dump. It's a wasteland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I would rather be in Detroit. Yep. Than Philadelphia. <laughs> and Detroit looks like a third world country. It it does. It, seriously, if anybody listening, if you've never been to Detroit, yeah, it looks the like a war first zone. First time I went to Detroit, it looks like a war. It yeah. looks like Baghdad. Yes. Yeah, it looks like Dresden. You yeah, know, at the end of I was World like, War II. What is going on here? It's bizarre. It's a very strange feeling that you're you're embarrassed to say that's the United States. Yes, that's how bad Detroit was. Yeah, and we can get political about this. We don't have to, but yeah. there's a lot of reasons why. There's a lot of reasons why they they have beautiful buildings downtown. Yeah, that are literally cardboarded and and just boarded up. That, well, there's there's nothing there. Like, there's see, here's there. the deal: when the steel industry left Pittsburgh, yeah, it reinvented itself. We had to. Into a cultural city, yeah. into a medical city. Many businesses are based in, in Pittsburgh. So a financial city with PNC Bank, et cetera. Yeah. We've rebuilt our city. We have be- we have great sports teams. Yeah. We have. Well, two be- of the three. Well, yeah. Beautiful stadiums. But w- but PNC Park is still Gorgeous. considered yes. one of the best places to yeah. watch a ball game. 100%. And so we were able to do that. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's just this. We, you know, Pittsburghers because of our sports teams, and this is I'm going to include the Pirates because at at a time they were winning, you know, World Series, and we have this this we just have this championship feeling, like we we have to be champions because we're we're from Pittsburgh, and I don't know if that's what it was the steelworker thing. I don't know what it was. There's something very um, like endearing about. Pittsburgh in the sports. Yeah. Because, you know, you go to another city, you can kind of like feel it. Yeah. 
you know, like Boston sort of that way. Yeah. Um, they have know, a lot of pride. Pride. People from Boston. Yeah, big prideful people. Oh. You can't say anything negative. They love being from Boston. They love shitting on the Steelers. Oh, well, they just love. In New York, similar. But New York has so many other people in it. Yeah. It's this really strange. But when you go to a city like Atlanta. Yeah. Or um, Houston. Yeah. Even L.A. Yes. There's no connection between no. the city and the team. Yeah. It's kind of like an event that you go to yes instead of like we talked about it like nashville treated it as an event yes we treated it as business it was a concert to them it was a concert that happened to have a hockey game exactly right yeah no 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 we we send jeff jimerson out yeah he he sings he sings yeah we and, drop the puck. The, and then the puck drops and yeah. we win yeah where we do where in nashville like during timeouts, they'd have sticks play, and yeah. Luke Luke Bryan would would give an interview, and he yeah. was like, "I don't even I didn't even know about hockey when I, when I until like two days ago, yeah. et cetera, et cetera." Wearing red jeans, and yeah, shit. and then you know, and then they would show uh, Carrie Underwood, yeah, and, and and Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban jumping. Nicole Kidman, Keith Urban, he has a woman's haircut still. Yeah, they're jumping up and down. Yeah, it's this real bizarre thing. Yeah, Tom, and Tom Cruise dropped her like fifth period French. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And then when he comes yeah. to Pittsburgh, Jimerson sings. Yeah. They drop the puck yeah. and they show Lemieux with a smile on his face. Yeah. And we win. Yeah. Lemieux and Burke are up there thinking about like what, like we might buy your team. Yeah. yeah. We're like, oh, the Predators. We should buy them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dissolve them. I had like, dissolve. The I team. had this daydream of the Pirates becoming so terrible and people becoming so angry with the ownership. That they just stopped going. They, that's what they. That's what they're doing. Because I think in, attendance is down like forty five, or not forty five thousand. Four hundred. Four hundred thousand people already year to date. So I, I think they said in, attendance is down forty five hundred people per per game. Yeah. That so makes sense. last year there was the average was forty five hundred people higher Nobody or goes. something. Well, no one goes because they don't win, and it's yeah. going to come to a point where nutting is. He, it's just it's no longer going to be financially viable. Listen, and Lemieux's going to scoop him up. At the end of the day, when you have, if you say you're the owner, yeah. Uh, let's say we own a team, yeah, and our team is not drawing real well. You need a star. Yeah, you no, you have to. You have to draft a star, and they and they won't do it. They don't have a star player. No, McCutcheon was good for three years. Yes, and then he burned out. Yes, they need. They don't have a Bryce Harper. They thought it was going to be Pedro Alvarez no, and Pedro then Alvarez. Neil Walker, and they traded him to the Mets, and now McCutcheon might go to the Yankees. But I don't think McCutcheon could be successful on any other baseball team. First off, he's small. You know he's that, right? Guy. Yeah, he's a little guy. He's not like a big guy. No. He works on the Pirates because they're a small team. They're a farm team for the rest of the league. Yeah, they need a star to be like... They When the Penguins were bad... Yes. In 83, 84, the Penguins were atrocious. Sure. They tanked. I'm, I'm sure. Because there was this guy out in Montreal blowing it out. Yeah. And they're like, man, that guy's, he's the savior. Yep. Yep. The 66 guy. Yeah. Who's that? Who's that? Mario who? Yeah. So they tanked. They draft him. Nobody knows who he is here. 
No one. Nobody, right? City's kind of struggling. Yeah. The Steelers sucked then. The Pirates sucked. Yeah. Okay. He was a draw. First shift, first shot, first game, he scores. Yep. People are like, who's this? History would change then. Changed. The whole the whole Pittsburgh from that day forward changed. Yeah. Because now you had somebody that even if the Penguins sucked and they lost 10 to 3, Mary Lemieux scored three goals. Yep. And you saw something that you've never seen before. Yep. Every game that I saw Mario play, he did something that I know no other player on earth can do. It's unbelievable. It, he did things that was worth, the, for me, the price of admission. Yeah. Like, I would just go and just you just watch Mario. Yep. Didn't matter that there was enough, uh, anybody else playing. Yeah. I, I just wanted to see Mario play. Yeah. It was what, it was like watching, like, Beethoven play. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, eventually, other players are like, man, that, that guy, that's the heir apparent to Gretzky. Yeah. I, I got to go play with him. Yep. And you build a championship team. And now, all of a sudden, you have a culture. Yeah. And people are like, I'm paying attention. And now people spend money to come see you. Yes. The Pirates don't have that. They've no. never. They, they won't spend the money. They won't try to win. That's the problem. They How don't... do you respect somebody that takes your money and basically tells you we're not going to try to win? Exactly. I don't want to go support the Pirates. No. They don't try to win. Mario spends to the cap. Yep. Him and Burke will spend to the cap every year. Every year. They say do whatever is necessary, GM, to go get to make our team a, a contender. Yes. How can you since 2008 because there was a plan since third year we went to the finals. Yes. Burkle said they they said we have a chance to get Marion Hosa. Okay. So Burkle says then go do it. Yeah. I'm a billionaire. Yeah. Whatever. Do we have this cap space? Yeah. Go go do it. Yeah. So Dupuis and Hosa show up. Yeah. Okay. And we and all of a sudden we go to the finals. We lost. Yeah. We did lose. That's true. In game six. However, that set that sent the message to the team into the city. Yes. That we're going to do whatever's necessary to try to win. Now, before I forget, did you hear about Marion Hosa? Yeah. He's out for this season, He's I guess. He's allergic to his equipment. What does that mean? I don't know. It said he had a skin condition. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? I'm itchy. He said, he said, <laughs> yeah. there's, a, I thought it maybe was like cancer, like skin cancer. No, it's cancer. something weird where Chicago wants to get out of paying him his salary. Is That's, that what it is? Yeah, 100%. Really? Yeah, Chicago, they're always up to like weird shit. Well, they're upset. They don't know what to do. Because they got swept by the Predators. Okay, so basically what I heard was that he is taking the season off. Yeah. His doctor said he has to because of a skin condition, and it frees up the cap space yes. that he takes. Because it's the wording. If he says, I'm retiring. And they and they said it could be his last. He could, could never he play could again. Done. But if he says, I'm retiring, then that money is frozen. It, it counts against the cap. But because he's going to go on long-term injured... Okay. List it doesn't. You save that money. You could use it somewhere else. So he's literally just stepping aside. Yes. Do you think he even has a skin condition? I mean, it's. I think it's weird that all of a sudden he has a skin condition. Like, you see, that's why I thought it was develop a skin condition at age thirty six. I thought. It, I thought that's why maybe it was cancer. He had melanoma or something. No, it's that he's like allergic to the equipment. 
Something with the equipment. It rubs them or something. Well, he's he's been playing his whole life. too. Yeah. I mean, I'm wearing underwear. Oh, my. I can't wear underwear anymore because it's, it's rubbing the wrong That's way. That's what I'm going to tell Alex tomorrow. Yeah. I'm free balling today because <laughs> uh, I'm a little itchy. <laughs> yeah. No, it, that it's sounds ridiculous. bizarre. It's something it's... that you wear every day of your life, basically. And now all of a sudden you're like allergic to it? Yeah, doesn't make sense. I'm telling you, dude, it, it, it's it's shady. It's and shady. I remember when when he left the the Penguins after I no no, no I'm sorry he it, it must have been um Detroit that he went to Chicago from. Yes, correct. He signed some real strange deal. Yeah. That they actually investigated. Like what's with this 12 year deal or something? Yeah. It was super long. It's not cool, dude. Very weird. Like I don't like anything about it. Like they gave him. A lot of money in the beginning, and then it trailed off. Yeah. So now he's only playing like a million dollars a year, but yeah. it, it because it's a twelve year. It was all front loaded. Yeah, it was front loaded. Very bizarre. And they were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? Who signs a twelve year deal? That's bizarre to me. Like, like they're offering Benino a four year deal. Yeah. How, how long is Crosby's deal? It's probably not twelve years. It's uh, another. I think it's another five years. I mean, we know he's gonna play for the Penguins. Yeah, but you still don't sign a twelve year deal. Well, That's if you're too- Sidney Crosby, you do. Yeah. But if you're you're Marion Hosa, you're next to your player. Like, yeah. That's a little shady. He's I don't a, know what's going on. He's there. a great player, but he's not he's not a, a Crosby. No, no. There's only one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Three, three cups. Three. Three cups now. Three cups. He's on the Mount Rushmore, man. You so you you think he's now he's now jumped a level, not to yeah. not to Lemieux's level. No, no, no. He's really he's. In, in the conversation. Wow. Just this past year alone. There's only five people that could be in the conversation. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. Okay. Excluding goalies. Okay. Lemieux. Yes. Or. Yes. Gretzky. Yes. How. Yes. Yager or Rocket Richard. Okay. And then there's Sidney Crosby. He's now, he's going to push one of those guys. He's bumping up. He's bumping one of them out. How about Mark Recchi is now in the Hockey Hall, That's great. Hall of Fame? It's great. He deserves to be there. I don't know much about him. Drafted by the Penguins. Did he win those? 500 goal scorer, top 20 goal scorer of all time. I believe he's top 10 or 12 in points, I believe. Was he part of the cup winning teams 90, in the 90s? 91. We traded him in 92. Um, he's won three cups. With? Um, Carolina and, and Boston. Wow. Carolina 06, Boston and... 10. Wow. And now he works it's for... not 10, I'm sorry. Chicago won in 10. Um, 11. I'm so sorry. now he works for the, for the Penguins. He does, yeah. Yeah. He comes to Lexus a lot. Re- really? Yeah. My mom was there one day when he walked in. And my mom... Like, I met Mark Recchi at a community college doing an autograph session. Sure. And I was like, yay big. Sure. And, like, he was my mom's favorite player. Oh, yeah. And, like, he, he thought it was great. My mom, yeah. You know, my mom won. Oh, sure, him, sure. You're yeah. my favorite player, you know. Yeah, he probably yeah. hears, hears that all the time. But, yeah, he's great. Yeah. That's awesome. He's a good dude. Really yeah. good guy, yeah. Do you know much about this um, Hall of Fame class? Yeah, I know a lot about it. Well, you, what do you mean? I, I only know, what I mean is, I only know Recky. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know the other players. Well, yeah, I mean, Recky was, he's a, has an attachment to Pittsburgh, so yeah. we know about him. But it's a yeah. good, every year is, yeah. there's nobody that's like, you that guy shouldn't be in there. Yeah. Like really, like you know, you have to go to the Hall of Fame. We, we, we're, the Hall we're of gonna Fame go. is really an incredible. We place. are gonna go. You know, what my mom said today. 
She goes, Michael, if you only like, you should get fifteen thousand miles. What if we want to take a road trip? Yeah, and I said I'll drive. Yeah. What do you mean a road trip? Yeah. Where am I going? She still thinks I, I need fifteen k on my lease. Then just get one. We'll, just get it, just to make she, her happy. She's coming and then up when tomorrow. When you waste all that money and you're like eleven thousand miles a year, yeah, you could be like, hey, listen, because you can't get them back once you pay that. You're you're in. Can you change your miles nope. during a lease? Nope. No, it's locked. Nope, you could, it's locked. Nope, you can't buy more miles. You're just gonna get billed at the end. That's. I'm just. I'm gonna. She's coming up tomorrow. We're gonna make the deal. However, she wants to make it. All right. And it'll be fine. Okay. All right. But anyway, something I wanted to talk about today, which is extremely interesting. Okay. When I was a kid back in 1994, one of my friends from school lost her father, unfortunately, in a plane crash here in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. A U.S. Airways And we talked flight. about this yesterday, yes. by the way. Uh, uh, yes. And it was like random that this came up. I don't even know how it came up. But oh, because my mom had that maintenance issue. Yes, yes. A friend That's of mine. Yes, up. when I was a kid in nineteen ninety four, a friend of mine, her father was flying from Chicago to Pittsburgh, flight uh, four twenty seven, and it crashed. Uh, I guess on you know on its way to the airport, and that's you know that area is Aliquippa and Moon and all of that, and um, and it was very weird, and and it turns out that co-host and friend and boss Jason Mocha. <laughs> That's a weird uh, title. Actually. I have so many titles. Yes. Yeah. Actually witnessed this plane crash. Yeah. yeah. And I have up here four, four articles. One is from Newsweek. Really? Newsweek. I was mentioned in Newsweek? Newsweek 9-18-1994. Was I mentioned by name? You, are, you were in Newsweek. Listen. Okay, hold I on, wish hold it on. wasn't under those circumstances. Others reported a roll to the right, and a 10-year-old named Jason Mocha said, there was fire and smoke coming out of the plane. Then it turned upside down and spun. NTSB officials seemed to be discounting the talk of fire and smoke. Would you doubt a 10-year-old? They know well, first what they of all, saw. First of all, like there's a big mushroom cloud. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure that there was some fire and some smoke. Yeah. But basically, what you inferred was that there was fire and smoke before the plane went went down. Yeah, from the back of the plane. Oh, okay. See, you know, maybe an engine or something. I don't know. I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, I I watched a YouTube video before you showed up to record. That was the transcript. It scrolled the transcript of the black box conversation mm-hmm. right before the plane landed. Okay. I'm sorry, crashed. Yes. It's rather disturbing yeah. because the pilots are more concerned about a drink given to them by the flight attendant than landing the plane. Really? They were very distracted. They kept getting confused on what runway because they're talking about this drink. You need to watch it. It's very bizarre. And they said that there was they the plane got caught in the wake of another plane landing. No. It's okay. So, okay, no so that so that's your Newsweek quote. So now we are going to the LA Times. So, okay. Mr. Jason Mocha, LA Times. <clears throat> we heard the engine stuttering, said Jason Mocha, 10. We saw fire from the engines. Okay, yeah. It was going pretty fast and it made a big loud shaking. Uh, I think that's what it says. Yes. Everybody was running. 
It was big, low, and then it climbed, and then it went down. The wing went up, and it went belly up in the air, and then nose down. His brother Justin, age six, added, it made a spiral, a very steady spiral. Oh, Justin made an appearance. Yes, their accounts match the other, uh, those of the other uh, witnesses in every aspect on the question of whether there was an engine fire and whether the plane climbed briefly before it fell. I actually watched an animation of the plane yeah. crashing. Listen, that plane was so low. Yeah. you would, If the, this plane was outside right now, yeah, you would think that you could throw a football to it. R- really? I'm not kidding, man. The plane was low. So here we go. The Baltimore Sun. Oh. Jason Mocha, age 10, and his brother Justin, six, were among those soccer players who watched in stunned disbelief in the twilight as the Boeing 737-300 crashed. It went right over the field, Jason said. It just missed us. It was big and it was low. And then it went belly up in the air and came crashing down. There was a loud crash, Justin said. And then the ground was shaking. Yeah. I thought there was an earthquake. Yeah. I mean, obviously not, but it felt like, you know, there was an earthquake. And then in 2014... This is what I was telling you about. Which is the 20th anniversary. Let me find you here. Jason said, I noticed the plane because it was abnormally low. So low that you could distinguish things on it that you would normally never see, even though we were so close to the airport. And Jason Mocha, now 30, who was playing at the soccer complex. It went belly up and then nosedived behind the tree line. I remember hearing a loud sound and the ground was shaking. And then a huge mushroom cloud came up, said Mocha a sales manager at BMW dealership who lives in Mars. I didn't understand the full scope of what happened back then. I was 10. Being older now, it affected me differently. I think about all the families that were devastated. That's incredible, dude. And that's in the trib. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's so weird because now we're friends, and I knew one of the people on on the plane. Yeah, and a good friend of mine was supposed to be on that flight. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Now, why... Did your friend miss it? Because it was Chicago to Pittsburgh. Yeah, they, they were employee family. So they were on standby and they didn't make it. And they decided to take a later flight. Okay. I I actually think this is... Have you ever looked at the uh, the uh, transcript well, of the black box? I've, I've read a lot of things about it. Not, not for a long time because it's just... It's really morbid. I mean, it's super morbid. It's terrible. But this like really Did surprised me. Did you see the photos me. of the crash? So it's it's, it's indes- you can't even describe it. No, it's really really bizarre, and um, I almost like don't it makes you like sick. Yeah, it's like very weird. Yeah. So there's a YouTube video. It's not the actual voices. It's just the 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 transcript scrolls. Somebody's reading it. Well, you read it. Okay, I understand. So. Um, the flight attendant says they didn't give us a connecting flight um, information or anything. Do you know what gate we're, we're coming into? The captain says, yeah. not, not yet. Okay. You know, flight attendant, any idea? The captain says, no. Um, flight attendant, do you know what I'm thinking about? Pretzels. The captain says, pretzels. Pretzels? Yeah. Flight attendant goes, you guys need, need drinks here? I could use a glass of something. Whatever's open. Water, uh, water, um, a juice, co-pilot. Uh, I'll split a, yeah, a water, a juice, whatever's back there. I'll split one of them. So they're approaching Pittsburgh. They're, we're literally in airplane time less than a minute from yeah. 
Pittsburgh International. So the flight attendant says, hokey doke. Why are they getting drinks while they're landing, landing a plane? Hokey dokey, do you want me to make you something a special fruity juice cocktail? What? The, the captain goes, how fruity is it? Flight attendant, why don't you just try it? Co-pilot, all right. I'll be a guinea pig. What's going on here? Mm. Sounds similar to a cabin door closing, so the flight attendant leads. The crew receives instructions to reduce speed to 210 KTS, whatever that is. Knots. Knots. Oh, my God, Michael, of course. Maintain <laughs> FL100 and contact Pittsburgh Approach at 212.25. <clears throat> Captain, 210, he said, question mark. 210? Oh, I heard 250. 250? So what was supposed to be heard was 121.25. Captain goes 210, he said. Co-pilot 210. Oh, I heard 250. So right there, they're, they're, they're thinking about the flight attendant. Captain, I may have misunderstood him. Pittsburgh approach asked flight uh, 427 to turn left heading 100. So the flight attendant comes back. And I'm, I, it's going to take, it's just a seven minute vi- video, but then she gives him the drinks and they talk about drinking them. And that's good, you know, they, they really like it. It's mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about the a drink. And the pilot goes, the co-pilot says, this would be really good with rum in it. Really? Flight attendant goes, yeah, right, you know. And then Pittsburgh approach, US Air 427, Pittsburgh approach, heading 160, vector ILS, runway 28 right, final, uh, yeah, 28 right, final approach, course speed 120. What kind of speed, the co-pilot asks? Captain, we're coming back to 210 and uh, 160, heading down to 10, U.S. Air 427. What runway did he say? The the the, the co-pilot, uh, uh, to the flight attendant, this tastes, tastes like a co-pilot good. I mean, it's literally, if this is the real transcript. Yeah, they're, they're all over the board. They're not paying attention no. to the fact they need to land a fucking airplane. The captain, there's a little grapefruit, grapefruit in it. He doesn't know what runway to go to or what heading, and he's worried about grapefruit. It's very interesting. This is very interesting. Yeah. They're, they're talking about drinking. What was like at the end? Okay. Let me zoom like, ahead. What's the last thing that's being said there? Let me zoom ahead. Are you sure this is like official? You think it is? I don't know. It says U.S. Air. Um, let, let me read some, some comments. Now go to the end. Like the last minute of it. Like what is being said? Like did are they trying to put out the engine fire did no, they, they, they're, they're trying to land it before the airport because at that point they knew they weren't going to make it to the airport. Yeah, I think a bomb went off, but that's just so they're t- they talk about seeing the uh, the uh, the uh, jet stream that the captain goes, geez, co-pilot, huh? Sound of a thump sounds like clickety click again. The thumping sound, but quieter than before. Co-pilot says, whoa, hang on. Cabin, sound of increasing RPMs and engines, sound of clickety-click, sound of trim wheel turning at autopilot, trim speed, sound familiar to pilot grunting, sound of wailing horn similar to autopilot disconnect warning. Captain says, hang on. Co-pilot, oh shit. Captain, hang on. What the hell is this? Sound of uh, stick shakers, sound of altitude alert. Cabin, traffic, traffic. I don't know what that is. Cabin, it says cabin. And then it says traffic, traffic. I don't know what that means. Okay, where this is, let me tell you, give context. Okay, the plane crashed on top of like a a, a really large 
hill. Okay. Uh, like a small mountain, I guess you could okay. say, right? Behind a shop, okay. About a mile or two behind a shopping center plaza. Okay. There were uh, there was a soccer complex. There's hundreds of people there. Yes. Hundreds, like yes. kids, moms, dads, coaches, everybody. Okay. Yeah. Hundreds of people, maybe six hundred. I don't know. I, yeah. I, it's hard to think right now. Yeah. Of of that time, but my thought was, I think that the pilot knew there was something wrong. Obviously, there was something wrong before this point. That he was looking for a place to put the put it down. And what I'm thinking is, he probably saw this big field. Yeah. But there's hundreds of kids. And he couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. You can't land there. Yeah. If it was empty, the plane goes down there. I I, I would bet on it. Yeah. So um, I don't. But know. yeah, there's also, you know, basically woods on top of this mountain. Sure. Where you probably saw aerial footage of the. Yes. The crater. Yes. That is 376. The highway. Okay. Next to it. That goes to the airport. Yeah. I mean. There's there's nowhere to go. Right. I mean, you could try to put it in a, on the highway. Someone told me that highways are actually built. When highways are built, they're required to have straight areas every so many miles, specifically for emergency landings. I don't know if that's true, but someone told me that. Uh, I, I wouldn't know that in Pittsburgh because it's so windy and hilly. But I don't know about that. But yeah. That, that's interesting. That I mean, it's interesting. But yeah. I remember coming into school and, you know, the black, the... The explosion was so great that somebody had a piece of the body of the airplane land in their backyard and brought it in a Ziploc bag to school. Oh, my God. They were passing it around. I was like, listen. That's not right. That, you shouldn't be doing that. That's not right. Be, yeah. It, I mean, it was like this, you know, it fit in a big Ziploc bag. Sure. It was, it was, it was small. That tells you how great the explosion was when the plane split up into little, little pieces. Yeah. So I don't know what cabin traffic traffic means. I'm not sure if that's like an announcement in the in the cab. I'm not. Really no, that's sure. probably like we're trying to put the plane down, but there's there's a lot of shit going down yeah. down there, and we can't land it on top of 410 year olds. So the captain says, "What the co-pilot? Oh, captain! Oh God! Oh God! Approach says U.S. Air dot dot dot. Captain says 427 emergency. The co-pilot screams. The captain says pull. The co-pilot says oh. The captain says, pull, pull. The co-pilot says, God. Captain screams. Co-pilot says, no. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know how scary that is? I can't even That's imagine. insane. I can't even imagine. So during the approach, Flight 247 encountered wake turbulence from Delta 1083. Soon after, there were three sudden thumps clicking sounds and a loud and a louder thump flight 227 began to bank and roll to the left and the aircraft stalled and rolled upside down see that's the, what happened the 737 then rolled back upright but after a few seconds on its side the aircraft continued to roll while pitched nose down at the ground in an 80 degree nose down position the airplane banked 60 degrees left and traveled at 300 miles per hour it slammed into the ground and exploded 300 miles per hour at, at all 132 people aboard Did, were killed. Oh, yeah. They were going 300 miles per hour, yeah. less than 1,000 feet off the ground. Yeah. I'm and telling you. Nobody survives that. If this transcript is correct, I don't. So, okay. So, he, here's what I'm going to read to you now. The official cause. This is according yeah. to. The NTSB. The National 
Transportation Safety Board determined that the probable cause of the U.S. Air Flight 427 accident was a loss of control of the airplane resulting from the movement of the rudder surface to its blow-down uh, blow blow, blow limit. The rudder surface most likely deflected in a direction opposite to that commanded by the pilots as a result of a jam of the main rudder power control unit serve valve, secondary slide to the servo valve, housing offset from its, I mean, this is, I, I don't even know what I'm talking about now, from its neutral position and uh, over travel of the primary slide. So that's all technical airplane stuff. See, I, I told you, like in the car earlier, that the official cause was a rudder malfunction yeah let that me tell you what the cause was the plane there was a bomb on the on the plane you really it think blew so off the rear door and caused a fire in one of the engines you really so you that's did, what i think so according to the newspapers i'm not going to tell you where i heard that but i'm just going to tell you it's that fine that's, that's there's yeah an, there's always an official cause and then and there's, what really happened exactly so as per the articles that i read from 1994 you saw before the plane hit the ground a fire fire yes there was a fire. 100%. You, you saw it. Yeah. So something happened to the plane yes. up in the air. Yeah. Not a rudder malfunction, not wake from a Delta flight. I think a flight. lot of those people were dead before the plane hit the ground. Really? I do. You you do think maybe that's... Well, no. I mean, if this is a real transcript, the pilots were talking and cautious. Fucking around. Yeah, talking about our conscience. Grapefruit. This, this is disturbing to, um, yeah. to me. Listen. That they're more... That they were more concerned about a fruity drink. When you're 30 seconds from landing, you're, why are you're out, why are flight attendants out of their seats? Yeah, what's going on here? You're the, the plane landed 30 seconds from Pittsburgh. Yeah, it they, literally it was they landing. They almost made it. They literally almost made it. They almost made it. They it was so close. Yeah, 30 more seconds and they would have been on the ground. It's not like they landed in Newcastle. Exactly. Where yes. you're 10 minutes out. Exactly. They landed in Hopewell exit. Yeah. Like literally at the Hopewell exit. On Meaning, why was the flight attendant? 30 seconds away from yeah. Pittsburgh International. Why was the flight attendant giving them drinks? Now, remember, we have to remember this. This is 1994. Yeah. This, is at a, this is at a time where if you were a little kid, you could go to the cockpit. The cockpit, the cockpit door might have been open the whole flight. You could see the pilots in there yeah. doing their business. It's, yeah. So it's this a was time. a totally different time in aviation. Yes. Pre-9-11, when flying still had a very loosey-goosey kind of... Remember back in the day where you could just... My, my parents, because Pittsburgh Airport has an air mall... Yeah, you could go shopping. My Remember, I lived an hour and a half away in, Uni in Uniontown. Yeah. In the summers, my mom and dad would sometimes bring us to the airport specifically just to watch planes take off. Yeah. And go shopping. Yeah. It was like a day out. Yeah. Pre 9-11. You, you could just go through security. Yeah. Go shopping. Crazy. We, we would sit there and watch planes take off. Plane crashes are, it's just like that uh, TWA 800 that, that went into the ocean. Yeah. Like we, we blew it out of the sky. Like our own like aircraft carrier. Yeah. Hit, like shot a missile because we thought it was like, a, we mistook it for a yeah enemy aircraft or some shit yeah and we blew it out of the sky it was a twa unbelievable it's it's you know i am not a fan of flying listen and i think you it know freaks me out yeah like, go, I, first of all you're in a metal tube going 500 miles an hour yeah thirty-eight thousand feet above the ground yeah it's not right it's not right like we, we, but, we shouldn't be doing it but you think 
that in 1969 we landed on the fucking moon. I do believe okay, that. Okay, okay. I do oh, believe okay, that. Okay, okay. I do okay, believe okay, that. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. We just supported my argument for the last 20 minutes. However, you believe we landed on the moon still. You know. Okay. Um, you want to believe in that. Like yes. Amer- America. Yeah, I want to believe America. in that. That that we achieved. Yeah. We won that, yeah. that battle. You don't want to think Kubrick just directed that shit. No. Okay. That's not right. That's not right. Okay. okay. <laughs> You know, I was talking to my to my brother who deals a lot in uh, aviation. Yeah. Now it's mostly towards space and stuff, yeah, but yeah. still, it's all the same. You're still flying, just yeah. in a, you know. And he told me the future of airplanes, this whole tube thing, it's got to go away. Like it's just not, it's not the way to do it. Like I, it, it's been successful, you know, for the past several decades, and we've been flying all over the world using tubes. But he said eventually airplanes will be constructed as big triangles. It'll be one giant wing. And he goes, that's a much more um, uh, efficient way of You know, of when constructing I was in high airplanes. school, I had a friend who was taking flying lessons. Yeah. Yeah, he's a pilot now. Yeah. I was dating his sister. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. She was like 16 or something. That's so and, funny. And uh, I remember, you know, this is like, yeah, this was, uh, man, was it? Yeah, was it pre-9-11 or somewhere around that time? But I remember uh, he was telling me, he's like, you don't need really speed technically to take off in an airplane. No. The airplane, you, you could actually be still in, in the perfect conditions. The plane will just like lift up. You mean if you turn like the jets on? No. Like he's like, you could like literally have an airplane like parked in under the perfect conditions. The plane will just like lift up. Well, yeah, because of how the wings are designed. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. But you need for like a 747 that weighs like 100,000 tons or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't cares. Yeah. Um, you need speed for in thrust. Yeah. To beat gravity. Sure. Like, it's incredible. Like, we sent, like, when we send people to space, you need incredible power. Yes. To leave the atmosphere. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's right. an unbelievable amount of power. Like, they use, like, Ask your brother. They probably use like a third of the fuel just to get like off the ground. Yes. And then the rest of the fuel, you know, because you know how like the old space shuttle. Yeah. And then like the those white things would like drop off. Sure. Those are fuel. Yeah. 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 And then once they're like spent, they just like fall off. Yeah. And they disintegrate or whatever. They just go back and yeah, they just go back and they burn up in the atmosphere. They burn up or whatever. Yeah. yeah because they, they spent all the fuel just to lift up. Yes. Because it's so heavy. This is why going to Mars is a problem. Okay. Mars, going to Mars is stupid. Uh, it, it's, it, it's, I don't, I'm going to have to. They don't to. even know if they're, you can grow a plant on Mars, yeah. but they want to send people. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's kind of. You know who of... they should send? Hmm. Um, Bernie Sanders. Yes. <laughs> I am going to go to Mars, yeah. and everything is going to be free. Everything is free there. I am going to take money he can, from the Martians yeah. and give it to the Earth people. Yeah. <laughs> everything could be free there for yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mars is, let's send, let's just send, send them send all. Send Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Just <laughs> He's under investigation I by know. the FBI for bank fraud or yeah. some shit. Yeah. You know, it, Trump was like, get that fucker. Yeah. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how it went. Definitely, hundred percent. No, hundred because uh, Obama, the IRS under Obama, literally specifically went after conservative organizations, 
I mean, it, it's the politics is literally. I mean, it's always been bullshit. Yeah, it's always been like this. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not like this is new. No. But now with our internet age, where in, information is literally, if something happened right now, we would know right now. Yeah, immediately. Because it's on Twitter, it's on it's on CNN.com or whatever, FoxNews.com, and it's just instant. What, what do you think about Hillary? There's like rumors that she's gonna run again. No, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Oh, she she has to go away. Can you believe if she ran again in 2020 against Trump, he would just go, "Well, I mean, you're a loser. You're a loser. Yeah, you've already lost. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm the winner. He would crush her. He would destroy her. He literally would destroy yeah, her. Yeah, it would get really ugly. I think. Yeah, and I don't think the Democratic Party would allow it. They better not. I don't think they would allow it because. There's a reason why Mitt Romney didn't run um, again. You've already lost. Mitt Romney. You you are a loser. Okay. Like Remember John Kerry was trying to be president? Yeah, I remember that. It, didn't he pick John Edwards? Yes, he did. And then John Edwards got like a $480 haircut. Yes. And then nobody wanted to talk to him again. Yeah. Yeah, and then he had like a, an affair. Yeah. And had some babies with if, some If hooker. John Kerry became president, John Edwards during his presidency would have had to resign. Due to his scandals. Listen, he had like a baby out of wedlock and all that stuff. John Edwards. What happened to him? He he was a very successful lawyer. Well, yes. Tri- trial and, lawyer. And he literally could have been president, but he yeah. he got caught. Yeah. See, Bill Clinton did it the right way. He got caught while being president, so he was already there. In a, in, 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 in a second term. He was like, hey, listen. So he was like, I'm, I'm it good. It was just a blowjob. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Uh, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming here. Wait. I'm so happy to be on this podcast. Did you right see now. what Trump did the other day to, to this? He's on the phone with like the <laughs> prime minister of like Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, in some like reporter or some intern, pretty girl, yeah, yeah. put something on the president's desk. Yeah, and he tells the prime minister, "Hold on one second. Yeah, uh, you got a pretty smile, baby, or something <laughs> like that." Like it's on video. Is that he doesn't care? To me, it's Trump is like the Hulk. Yeah. The more you make him angry, the bigger he gets. For Trump, he keeps winning. Like you realize that, right? Yeah. Okay. Hillary fuels him. The DNC told Hillary to shut up and go away. Bernie Sanders is now under investigation. Elizabeth Warren is you know is Pocahontas, and like I mean, literally the the Supreme Court just supported his travel ban. I mean, unanimously. No, I don't know about that. Don't don't quote me on if they voted no. nine to zero. It doesn't matter. But they, it, it, they it, supported it. They supported it, and uh, it, it, it can be implemented. It'll be implemented. I don't know. I think I think today or maybe in July. I'm not, I, I'm not sure. But he he keeps winning, and CNN is a debacle. They 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 CNN. They, they can barely keep the lights on. Um, it, this is what we're talking about here. The he won for a reason. Like there's a reason why he won. The Democratic Party is falling apart. Listen. He do you, can you believe he said two things? He goes, "Listen, Elizabeth Warren, I call her Pocahontas, and that's an insult to Pocahontas." Okay? He said that in an interview. He also said that he supports Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer cuz they're doing quote such a good job. Meaning See, he cuz he has an easy time with them. They're pushovers. This is the thing, though. He wants them to stay in power because the Democratic Party is falling apart under them. Yes. He doesn't want leadership change in the Democratic Party. No, why would you? He's brilliant. For for Trump, they're doing just fine. Yeah. You know, fumbling around. 
I mean, it's really an interesting time yeah. in our in our political history. Yeah. It's so interesting. Well, <laughs> TMPS strikes again. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we bring you all the breaking news and we we bring everything. Entertainment yeah. value. You yeah. Know, two great voices. Exactly. You know what I mean? We're, we're going to have like some uh, we're going to have people call in soon. Yes. Take questions from the audience. Yeah. You know, once the job gets rolling, I start working. We're going to start actually recording on Sundays. Yeah. Because everyone's off on Sundays. Sundays will be great. Yeah. That way we can hopefully get Cam, Stephanie, and other people, Brian, whoever we can get in here. Yeah. I would love to have Kevin Whalen on the show. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. I would love for that to happen. Get a real inspirational, like, you know, kind of, I, I kind of want him on the show to give like a, an inspirational, like, talk about what it is to just be like, ama- like amazing. I don't know. You know what I told him? Huh. I said, you know, uh, you remember my buddy from yeah. New York that you told him like New York's done? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, how, yeah, 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 I remember him. I told him, I said, I hired him. Yeah. He goes, really? Yeah. I said, yeah, he's, he wants to sell a few cars and then go climb mountains with you. <laughs> he's like, really? He's he, like, that's a good plan. <laughs> I don't know if he remembered me. Because you shaved, probably. Yeah. He, and he, thank, thankfully. Yeah. Because he really rips on people who don't shave. I saw him rip on Brian. Yeah. And uh, I know Brian doesn't care, but like, yeah. you know, Brian, he should care. I have a little stubble now because my razor burn was so terrible because I don't shave at, like ever. So my skin isn't used to it. Yeah. That I couldn't shave for the past you few days. You know what happens when you shave? Yeah. You're cutting your skin. Sure. No, I like, You're, I, like, like I'm aware. ripping it apart. But my, but I, mine is super sensitive because yeah. i don't shave yeah you're not used to that you know so it, it just it really was like i shave at night this? Before, before i'm gonna bed. shave tonight I'm shave, shave at tonight. night and and that'll tone that down because what happens is the collar of my shirt rubs against my neck all day yeah and it creates this terrible razor burn irritation yeah it's super like just super no su- it's and, bad and you don't want to look like you have a rash i mean that's what it looks like the word rash uh, yeah is a horrible word it's a terrible word Rash. It's one of the worst words yeah. in our vocabulary. Uh, I, I agree. Like, if you say, like, it could be the most innocent thing. Yeah. Little Susie has a rash. <laughs> and I'm, like, terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, a rash. Get little Susie away from me. You remember, like, me. Seinfeld. Yeah. And remember, she's like, it was for her dog. Yeah. The, the, in the medicine cabinet. Oh, I thought it was fungus. Or fungus. It was uh, toe fungus. Toe fungus or rash or whatever it, it, it was. It, 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 and, uh, Fungal cream. It, and, and, and Elaine is dating a podiatrist. Yeah. Like a foot doctor. Yeah. What is this? And he goes over her apartment. And sees and, it. And it's her, I think it's her roommate's foot fungus cream. Yeah. And then he goes, fungus. And then yeah. and the episode ends. Yeah. It's like gross. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to ever yeah. say like, yeah. I think that girl has a rash. Yeah. <laughs> That's like that's not good stuff, man. No, I like look around yeah, when I say no. it because it's such like an awkward thing to say. Oh, that's you terrible, know what I dude. Mean? Oh my god, like a rash. That's terrible. Moist, moist is a moist bad. rash. Moist, <laughs> really strange words. Very strange words. You yeah. know, whoever come up with that? Uh, someone did. That's it's probably- the worst four letter word there is. Rash, rash. Probably rush. It's probably. I'm going to uh, tell somebody, Mario. It looks like you have a rash. <laughs> you should tell. I'm going to tell like a lot of tenders. <laughs> Don't get any of that rash in my car when you're cleaning it. It's really disturbing. That's hilarious, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's so funny. Anyway, 
Let's wrap it up. All right. We're going to wrap the show up now, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, you can go to our website, www.tmpspodcast.com. You can email the show at themichaelpinchakshow at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TMPS Official. And remember, if you live in the Pittsburgh area and need a Lexus, there is only one place to go, and that is Lexus of North Hills at 15025 Perry Highway, Wexford, PA 15090. Call us at 724-940-1400. And you can email us at jmocha at M-O-K, or, or jmocha, M-O-K-A, at lexusofnorthhills.com. You can email me as well at mpapinchak, P-A-P-I-N-C-A-K, lexusofnorthhills.com. Come see me, because I work there now. Come buy a car. Come see Jason. And uh, remember, if you need any custom tailoring, there's only one place to go. That is Chico Tailors at 133 West North Street, Butler, PA 16001. Call them at 724-287-5814. You can uh, email them at info at chicotailors.com. Chico is spelled C-I-C-C-O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment. And your photography needs... Go to www.thisissarahmiller.com for family, wedding, fashion, and commercial photography. Sarah is spelled S-A-R-A-H, Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R. Listen, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time on the Michael Papinchak Show. Uh-huh.